Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. Happy Day of the Dead. Today, I wanted to bring to you just some really fun ways that you can celebrate the Day of the Dead even on short notice. So in case you don't know, the Day of the Dead falls both on November 1st and also November 2nd. November 1st is to celebrate the children who have went to the other side. And then on the second is when everybody else gets their turn. And it comes from the Mexican culture and it basically allows you to feel closer to your loved ones. It's all a day about remembering them and also reuniting with them. It's actually a really, really sweet holiday that I absolutely love and adore, especially being a psychic medium. It's like death is not what our society thinks it is. And I love how Dies de los Muertos really shows that death is not the end. And it actually shows it as something that is kind of beautiful in a way. Because if you look at all of the Day of the Dead things, it's all very bright colors. And it's definitely not crazy like Halloween is and all about like death and gore and stuff like that. It's complete opposite. So today I wanted to give you 10 ways that you can celebrate the Day of the Dead even on short notice. Because like right now you might be like, oh, Heather, I always wanted to celebrate the Day of the Dead. I'm way too late this year. You are not too late, I promise you. There are some things that you can do today and even tomorrow that will cost little to no money at all. Majority of these things do not cost any money. A couple of the things, you might have to go out and buy something, but I know you are going to have a lot of fun and I hope that you enjoy these 10 ways and we're gonna dive into them right now. So the very first one is going to be creating the ofrenda or at least having pictures of them around the house. So the ofrenda is where you have basically like a table or some kind of area, and it is going to have pictures of your past loved ones that you are wanting to remember. And then also can include some other things like personal items of theirs, foods, drinks, and things like that that they used to love. So last year, I actually took Andy's mints because I knew my grandmother loved Andy's, and I would just snack on them the whole entire time my ofrenda was up, and I loved this. And I loved looking at all of the pictures of everybody I lost. Even though I'm really, really sad that they're gone, the thing, though, it just really made me appreciate everybody that is still here. So I really loved having the ofrenda, but I understand that space can be limited, that maybe, you know, you can't create like a grand you know altar basically is what a friend is so at least having some pictures out um will do a great great way to celebrate it so you might have you know, just some pictures that are in a drawer or tucked away, just bringing those out and putting them on the counter or putting them on your end table, you know, going ahead and even switching out the pictures that you already have that are on the refrigerator or the ones that are hanging up of them, you know, switch it up a little bit. See if you can look through some pictures and see if there's anything that really brings up other new memories that you might have forgotten that you actually had with them. So I hope that you try that out because your friend is just so amazing. And 
I have actually lost at least one person so far this year. And it's so crazy to think that she wasn't on my offenda last year and now she is. And it's a little bit sad, but I love that we are given this opportunity to really celebrate them and to honor them. All right, so second up is going to be sugar skulls. So there's so many ways that you can use sugar skulls to go ahead and to celebrate the Day of the Dead. So this means that you can do what me and my husband did last year, which is we bought little sugar skulls, like the actual ones from like Michael's. They have them at all different kinds of materials. So they have sugar skulls that are, I think ours were not paper mache, but something really hard like stone, if you will. And you could paint the stone, but there's also styrofoam ones. And then there's also just like paper, you know, sugar skulls that you can color, you know, you put markers. Like honestly, you could probably just Google, you know, coloring sheets for Day of the Dead and then print them out and then let your children, you know, color them, color them with them and see, you know, how much fun that it really is. But you can also do sugar skulls and you can, you know, make cookies, you know, have them in shape of little skulls and then, you know, have different kinds of decorations and things like that on how you're going to decorate your sugar skull cookies. There's also sugar skull candies that you can buy that would be a lot of fun as well. So there is a lot of really cool things you can do with sugar skulls, but definitely maybe trying out your own way to decorate your sugar skulls and also making your sugar skull cookies. Me and my husband now have our little sugar skulls that we paint last year on our ofrenda. All right, number three is going to be the Day of the Dead bread, which is Pan de Muertos. And this you can actually get off of Amazon. So you can actually get it. It's kind of like a sweeter bread, um, but I don't think it's going to arrive on time. Probably. I don't think they next day air it. But if you have any kind of bakeries in your area, then call them up and see if they actually have the Day of the Dead bread bread. I know that for me, when I Googled it, there's actually some Mexican bakeries around me that I didn't even know were around. And if you think about it, if you're in the Metro Detroit area, you know, we do have Mexican town and things like that. So you can probably actually get some of that bread from there. And that would also just be great. Almost like, what is it called? The Poochkis on the Fat Tuesday. You can start creating the tradition that you are always going to be getting the Day of the Dead bread and kind of do it that way. And so then every year, that's how you are going to celebrate it. You may not go all all out and all crazy, but maybe you have a pasta dinner and you have some Day of the Dead bread to go with it. So I think that's a really good idea. All right, number four is painting your face. So this one is going to be a little bit unique if you aren't going anywhere. But yes, death is supposed to be something beautiful. So a lot of people will go ahead and they'll paint their face to be just like, you know, the sugar skulls, if you will. Now, it's really important to know, though, that the people who celebrate, so the Mexican culture, they don't like it when people dress up as the sugar skulls and things like that around Halloween time. And that is just because they're trying to honor their own traditions and their own beliefs. And they don't like Halloween for the most part, or being associated with Halloween, I should say, because they're two completely different holidays celebrated completely different. But on the Day of the Dead, whether it's going to be November 1st or November 2nd, going ahead and painting your face can be a lot of fun. And I think that if you have kids and family time, that would be a lot of fun to enjoy. All right, number five is going to be visiting a cemetery. So you can do this one out of two ways. The first way you could do it is just going to a cemetery 
any cemetery and then just honoring those people and being like, you know, your life really truly does matter. You know, you did a lot of things in your life and, you know, you just never know what kind of impact that people have made who have passed. So I'm not saying that all of them are inventors or are entertainers or whatever like that, but I feel that every single soul that has ever came here to earth came here for a reason. And so sometimes I do like to visit cemeteries and be like, you know, you're not forgotten. You know, your life did matter. And I really love doing that. So that's one way that you can do it. And you can celebrate the Day of the Dead is by honoring all those who have passed, even the ones that are not related to you. But the second way when you visit the cemetery is to actually go to people that you know, maybe your family, and you can celebrate what they do during the Day of the Dead, which is having dinner or a snack at their grave, okay? So that's what how they celebrate it, is they actually go and they eat with their loved one at their grave site. So you can go ahead and do one of their favorite meals and cook it, or like my grandma loved bologna sandwiches and Little Debbie's, you know, bring her a Pepsi and then sit down at her grave and just, you know, jibber-jabber to her and act as if she's right there because she is right there even though I cannot see her anymore. If you have lost someone, you didn't really ever lose them. It's just that they no longer have a physical body. And sometimes it can be very difficult for us to trust in that because it's usually seeing is believing. But when it comes to the spiritual world, it's almost like you have to believe before you can see. And so I really love this and maybe it's going to be too cold. Maybe there's so many other things, but you know, maybe you just have a snack really quick with them, you know, or maybe you just drop them off flowers. Okay. Maybe you feel weird sitting there and talking with them, or if they were cremated, then why don't you bring their urn to the dinner table, you know, and invite them to have dinner with you. And you will just start to see that as you celebrate this and you do some of these things that you actually start feeling a little bit closer to them. So you can do the same thing like on the ofrenda take the urn wherever it is and put it on the ofrenda you know items that you still have of theirs put it on there because it's going to well what the culture says that it's going to have them gravitate towards you it's like it's going to help them find you but i don't think that they need any help finding you believe me i know that they know where you are but this is how the culture says you know it said that it's that they will be guided towards you easier if you have items of theirs or their urn where their ashes are or things like that. It will help them go from the other side to here to back to the living for the one slash two nights that they have for the Day of the Dead. All right, so number six, we kind of talked about this, and this does not come from the Day of the Dead normal traditions, okay? And that is the Dumb Supper. So you might have heard me talk about this um, in the other podcast a couple of weeks ago where I talked about Halloween traditions, but this is also something that you can do for the Day of the Dead. Now, like again, it is not a Mexican thing to do this. Um, I believe it's... British or something along those lines, somewhere overseas there. But it says that with the Dumb Supper is where you don't talk. It is where, you know, you honor your loved one or loved ones and you, you know, make them a plate. You make the food that they usually loved and those kinds of things. You say a silent prayer or blessing, you know, to them and then you eat in complete silence. And this would be a really great thing to do on the Day of the Dead to honor those who have passed that you truly care about. But at the very least, if you can't do that, if you're like, oh my gosh, like I have kids or there's no way that I can go a whole entire dinner without saying a word, then at least cook their favorite meal or order out their favorite meal. Like what was their favorite thing to eat? I know for me, my mom always made hot dogs for Halloween night, like every night, every single time we always made hot dogs. And that's probably because we had seven of us kids, you know, and so it was always chaotic on Halloween. 
So maybe you can try, you know, something like that that they used to always love or that you remember them cooking. And I'm trying to think of some more, some more of them. Like my mom loved um, the liver, you know, pate. Like she loved that a lot. And so maybe that is something that I can bring to the table, especially if you think outside of the box and not just the normal things. Like my mom would always make, you know, prime rib as well on Easter. Back in the day, she used to make ham with pineapple. And so she also loved lasagna. And so maybe I will start thinking about it. Like now as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, she loved tiramisu. So maybe I can have tiramisu as a dessert. It doesn't have to be extravagant. You know, like my grandmother always loved a cheeseburgers from McDonald's but plain cheeseburgers like no cheese she just liked it regular my grandma worked at Telway if you guys know what Telway is um I think it's on 11 mile in John R my grandma worked there for over 20 years and so maybe you can order some Telway maybe you can you know go ahead and get some McDonald's if that's what they loved you know order pizza but maybe get their toppings on it and it'll just help you feel a little bit closer to them all right, so we're moving on to number seven, which is buy some marigolds, those flowers. It's bright and beautiful, and they say, though, that the marigolds actually help guide the dead back to the living. So that's really cool as well. So you can just do something really small, really little. It's a cute little gesture, and it'll get you into the day of the dead spirit. All right, number eight is to tell stories of your loved ones. Maybe really think about it. We see, it seems like we always are sharing the exact same stories, but there's so many memories that you might have with them that you never shared or that maybe you've forgotten about. So that's where I really encourage you to look at some of those pictures and things like that and bring up some memories. And so that's what I'm trying to do right now. Like I remember going to church with my mom a couple of times and singing and those kinds of things that I know that she really did enjoy that. Um, I remember now as I'm thinking about it, she loved the island in my backyard and we would go there sometimes and we would sit down and I know her and my aunt Judy loved my backyard to death like they would just go out there and just stare you know at the water and everything and so I know they loved this um and so I know they always I don't know it's just the way they said words too like my mom would always say dollar dollar not dollar you know she pronounced it wrong we were like what's wrong with you mom like how come you cannot pronounce it <laughs> and so my mom loved thrift stores so maybe I would go to some thrift stores just to reminisce about what she loved to do places that she loved to go so that's another one that um as I am talking about telling stories you can actually visit places that they love to go to of course I always think of Starbucks but look at this I forgot that my mom loved to go to um you know the thrift store um and where else does she love to go I'm trying to think Thrift stores was her main thing. I'm trying to think where my grandma used to go, but you can do the exact same things as well. They have little fun places that they love to go. Obviously, I'm thinking of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> wow, I'm bringing it back. All right, so number nine is listen to music that they loved. So one thing that I forgot about was my grandmother loved Elvis. Loved, 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 loved Elvis. So maybe I'll pray on some Elvis. My Aunt Judy loved Randy Travis. So maybe I'll start listening to some Randy Travis and some of that country stuff. So think about that. Do you remember what your loved one used to always love to listen to? So my ex who passed away, Jay, he loved heavy metal. So if I wanted to, I'd go ahead and play some 
you know, typo negative is something that he used to love. I think he loved Slayer as well. So maybe if I wanted to invite him for over for dinner, you know, for the Day of the Dead, I would be playing some of the, that music. I remember my mom, once a year, she would always sing this song. And the song was Harper Valley PTA. So anytime that I hear that song, I immediately think of my mom, you know, so maybe I'm going to play that song. And it's not to make you sad that they're not here anymore. It's to make you happy that you had those memories and that you remember them and it can make you feel closer to them. Remember, it's all about perspective. And right now, in this moment, and while celebrating the Day of the Dead, it is not a day to mourn and to grieve. If you look at all the Day of the Dead stuff, it's all happy. It's all bright colors. It's all like happy-go-lucky in a way. And it is like that because it is not a day to mourn and to grieve. It is a day to celebrate their life. It is a day to be like, hey, I know that you might have left, but this is the one day a year that we get that we can spend together again. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that's amazing. And I think that that is something that our society needs to get into the groove of doing all of the time. Okay, so number 10 is going to be watch Coco. So CO, CO, it's a Disney movie. That was a game changer for me. Somebody recommended it to me about it last year and I watched it and it is perfect. I think that with all the research that I've done on Day of the Dead, that really accurately portrays it. Um, there's also, a, I think it's Disney as well, but I'm not sure. I believe it is also a cartoon. It is called The Book of Life from 2014 and it also has like Channing Tatum in it and stuff. It's like so crazy. I have not seen it, but I really do want to. And it says in some articles that I read that it actually portrays it very, very well, The Day of the Dead. And I'm actually going to link an article with some other movies that you could possibly want to check out for The Day of the Dead. And that is because, I'm not telling you about them, and that is because some of them are very, very sad. Like, they seem very sad. But then again, I know they're probably going to be happy because like, okay, I'm just going to tell you. A couple of the movies in this article seem like they're very, very cool movies to watch, but it deals with some children like losing their parents and like one of them, it's like the she doesn't even know what her parents look like. So she went to the other side to bond with them. She's never even met them before. So she doesn't even know what they would look like. And that seems like really, really sad to me. And I don't want to be putting any kind of sadness into today, when, especially because it's supposed to be a happy day. So I want you to read through the article and see which movies that you were guided to, you know, listen to, to watch and those kinds of things. Most of them are cartoons. So just kind of keep that in the back of the mind, even the one that I just shared with you. But I think that would be a great way. So maybe on tonight or maybe even tomorrow night on Thursday, going ahead and listening, you know, watching, having a movie night, you know, it'd be really cool if you could like bake some of those cookies or whatever, or get some sugar skull candy. And then you're going to be watching some really cool, you know, Day of the Dead movies, which are very uplifting. Okay, they're very nice. So last year, me and my husband um, painted sugar skulls with marker, though. I think that we tried to do it with paint, but it was just way too messy. But I put a big, huge tarp out in the middle of the floor in the living room, and we put it on cocoa as we painted sugar skulls. And I thought that was a lot of fun. So maybe what you could do is that you could go ahead and put on some music that your loved one used to listen to, whether it's country, jazz, whatever it is, put it on and start baking. Maybe you can um, bake some of your own Day of the Dead bread. I'll see if I can find a recipe and put it in the show notes to help you out. But maybe you can listen to the, some of that music and then you go ahead and make your Day of the Dead bread and you're just going to have a day where you just feel closer and maybe you're even more open to the signs and symbols from your past 
loved one. So I invite you to take some of these 10 things that I showed you now and then probably put it together if you can. You know, like how we just talked about the music with the sugar skull cookies. Maybe you will want to, you know, paint your face and, you know, go to the cemetery and, you know, have a coffee with somebody who has passed away. Or maybe you're going to head and you're going to have pictures out of your past loved one, you know, and you're going to tell stories to your kids about them. Maybe they've never heard of them. Or maybe you haven't told these stories in such a long time, but stories do heal and they also do make you feel closer to them. And so maybe you can also have some marigolds or maybe you can, I forgot about this one. So it's like Pepel Pacado. So it's P-A-C-I-D-O. And what it is, it is like, I want to say, it's almost like streamers in a way, but it's different colored pieces of paper that are stringed together. You have to look it up. Maybe I can put a link in the show notes and it has different designs on it. So do you know like around Christmas time how you cut out snowflakes on the paper and they make this big long string of snowflakes? It's kind of like that, but they're different colors and sometimes they have like different designs in there and you could create those as well. So in addition to the marigolds, then maybe you can do some of those crafts like the papel paquito, which oh, paquito, whatever. I don't know. I'm totally butchering how that is pronounced but that would also be a lot of fun so hopefully maybe you can just take an hour or two out of your day and then maybe make some of those cookies and make some of those really cool streaming things that I talked to you about but if you have absolutely no time then maybe going ahead and ordering out their favorite food or watching those movies at the end of the night just to bring yourself a little bit closer to them or even just writing a letter to them too can be definitely healing and a lot of fun. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that I gave you some ideas on how that you can celebrate the Day of the Dead. I know that I, for one, cannot wait. I wish that I could take the whole entire week off just to celebrate and just to be with my past loved ones and stuff. And I tell you what, I have heard about some people who have gotten some signs from their past loved ones this week, and it is just mind-blowing. So know that they are always with you. They are always so close to you. And especially around this time of year. All right, so have some fun and keep in touch with me and let me know how it goes. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.